Welcome to the Life Hacks podcast by Every Nation Campus Dublin, empowering students for life, leadership, integrity, faith, and excellence. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Yay! Welcome to Life Hacks the podcast, season two, episode nine. Um, can't believe we're here. This is so great, <laughs> and we're glad you're here with us. Um, and we're all about empowering students for life. Um, you know, so many adults lament or like, why didn't somebody teach me this in school? Why did nobody tell me, you know, whether it's about budgeting or relationship skills or just how to adult? <laughs> um, and that's what we're all about. You know, we're all about empowering you for leadership, integrity, faith and excellence. Um, and yeah, this week we are in the series Knowing God. Because what we believe about people determines how we relate to them. And it's the same is true of God. So, And so far in the series, we've looked at um, God's glory. We've looked at his goodness. And then this week, um, the sermon on Sunday was about God's generosity towards us. Um, and we were looking at Psalm 65. And Psalm 65 is a, a Psalm is a like a song or a poem. Um, this is another one by David. He's a king in the Old Testament about a thousand years before Jesus. Um, but before we jump into that, Leanne, I'm curious, um, when's a moment where somebody was generous towards you in a way that like really took your breath away? Um, one very recent, well, very recent, but a recent um, moment of generosity from for me was when my friends brought me to Milan um, on a trip um, but little context guys I'm not working and so therefore I have no money I have no income and when they were planning it on the chat I was very silent but then all of a sudden they sent a screenshot of the flight flight tickets and my name was on it <laughs> and um, I was like because huh? like it was for a friend's birthday so it wasn't even my birthday and <laughs> And they did that for me. And so for the whole trip, you know, whenever there's food and everything, um, my friends were very generous um, in that sense. And so that's that was only a couple of months ago. So that was very, that's like a moment for me. Wow. That like, you know, I was like, <gasps> like, wow. Like, um, talk about um, blessed to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so cool. I think for me, I mean, there's definitely a wow moment. Like I remember um friends of mine in another country, they paid for my flight to go over to visit them. And then I got there and it's a couple, and the husband of the couple was like, So Aoife, what do you need? We're gonna buy it for you. And I was like, ah, uh, they were like, Do you need a new laptop? And I'm like, I don't. So he just looked at his wife and he's like, just take Aoife shopping and buy her whatever she wants wow and I was like okay cool so I think I got some like clothes and makeup and stuff um but I think as well like as well as those moments I think I'm realizing the older I get how generous my parents have been towards me mm. like even things like braces like you know braces True. are super expensive mm. um or things like I didn't have to work during college because they gave me an allowance and I'm like mm. Oh man, like I totally took that for granted at the time because I didn't realize 
how amazingly generous that was but now mm. that I'm like paying my own rent and my own groceries <laughs> my own bills I'm like wow dang yeah. <laughs> yeah it is it is interesting um yeah so what was your what was your takeaway from this week's message um <laughs> your wow moment yes um one of the things that stood out for me was when it was kind of like um a, like a what's that called like a ting like a light bulb light kind bulb. of moment yeah. yeah because um I don't know if you guys remember what we were talking about in the very first episode of the series but we were um going about how awesome and great god is um you know and we watched that video with about the universe with louis giglio and you know creation when we were talking about creation there and all these things we were just saying that god created this and it's amazing and it's awesome and like you it makes you go wow you know but then um it didn't click until on Sunday sermon, Steve started mentioning about like how, yes, all of this are here. Like even the world that we're living in is here, but they were given to you. Like they're for you to, uh, to be odd, <laughs> to be like, you know, to, 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 I guess, take care and to like appreciate, but I get kind of like the same as like, um, Eva's story about like your parents and stuff like we just kind of take that for granted like until you know I don't know until when but um that was like a light bulb moment that like yes God is awesome and he's created all of this but he's even more awesome and it's kind of more like oh because he created it for us um like first of all to live in to take care of but um yeah just like what are we doing yeah wow it's funny yeah it reminds me of like the illustration he used at the very beginning where mm. someone they didn't know gave them money for a holiday and said I'm not telling you where to go but like have you considered Venice um not realizing that Venice is like at the top of Cheryl's bucket list of places to go <laughs> and I was like yeah like I think there's sometimes that generosity we take for granted but then there's sometimes this generosity that's super specific, mm. but not even specific on the person's part, but on God's part. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I remember when I lived in London, I was doing an internship um, at a church there and we had Bible school. And um, this is a bit of a longer story, but it's really cool because it shows how specific God's get, God gets. And we were looking at a verse from First Peter where it's like, um, it's often one of those identity verses that's that's called out. It's like, you know, but you are God's people, his chosen, you know, royal priesthood. Um, and I kind of had, had been familiar with that verse, but I didn't realize the purpose was that so that we may proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness and into his light. Mm. Um, and as we were kind of looking at this verse, because we were talking about identity, I had this like picture in my mind of, you know, those like finely knitted shawls, like the lace ones. Mm-hmm. I had a picture of like a semicircular one. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. Um, like white, you know, it had glass beads and God's like, I want you to make that. And I'm like, okay, that looks <laughs> a bit complicated, but sure. And so I started Googling like 
what kind of yarn you would use what are the materials and I'm like this stuff is super expensive Mm. (laughs) it's like looking at my income and going that's not possible um and then a, a few months later one of my friends like out of the blue messages me and is like if you could get any I don't even know if she knew that I was a knitter particularly but she's like if you could have any yarn in the world like what would it be and I was like okay that's really random so I didn't tell anybody about this moment um and I was like you know, if she's planning to buy me stuff, I should just tell her what I actually want instead of thinking what I think she can afford. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, this kind and it's like, you know, this weight, this material blah, 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 and this color because the color felt really important. Um, and another mutual friend of ours stayed the night with me. She was, you know, going onwards to another thing in the UK. And as she arrives, she hands me this bag and it's like, exactly the yarn I ordered except for one thing she was like I'm really sorry they didn't have the color that you wanted but we got you this color instead not Mm -hmm. realizing that this color is my favorite color um I'm actually going to pause here and get it I finished the shawl like a couple of years ago took me a long time but here we go so unbeknownst to them they got my favorite color um let me just make sure I'm holding it the right way yeah which is this teal color so you can see how intricate the and there's little beads in there um but you know what the really funny thing was when I started looking up knitting patterns you know the one I landed on what it was called out of darkness (laughs) I was like god just lining up every little thing and it was like like only God could have done something like that. Like I didn't tell anybody about that. Like, no, they didn't know my favorite color. Um, and it was God just going, boop, enjoy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it took forever. Wow. It's so intricate, but it was it so nice. Little, yeah, like the little kind of eyelet holes, like the, wow. Yeah. <laughs> God. So, yeah. So Sam, Sam 65. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is, again, you know, the these Sams that we're looking at in this series, they are a little bit on the longer side. Like this one is 13 verses. Mm. But I think maybe, you know, let's look at it in two translations anyway and just see what stands out to us, whether it's the same that stood out to us when we first heard it or whether it's got us something new for us today. Mm. Um, and I think the... ESV is actually a little bit obscure in this one. So I'm going to take the NIV and then maybe you just choose something completely different. Yeah. Um, So Psalm 65. Praise awaits you, our God in Zion. To you, our vows will be fulfilled. You who answer prayer, to you, all people will come. When we were overwhelmed by sins, you forgave our transgressions. Blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We are filled with the good things of your house, of your holy temple. You answer us with awesome and righteous deeds, God our Savior. The hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas, who formed the mountains by your power, having armed yourself with strength, who stilled the roaring of the seas and the roaring of their waves, the turmoil of the nations. The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders, 
where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. You care for the land and water it. You enrich it abundantly. The streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with corn, for so you have ordained it. You drench its furrows and level its ridges. You soften it with showers and bless its crops. You crown the year with your bounty and your carts overflow with abundance. The grasslands of the wilderness overflow. The hills are clothed with gladness. The meadows are covered with flocks and the valleys are mantled with corn. They shout for joy and sing. So which translation would you like to look at? Mine at the moment is on the ERV version, uh, the easy to read version. Mm -mm. Okay, so God in Zion, we praise you and give you what we promised. Anyone can come to you and you will listen to their prayers. When our sins become too heavy for us, you wipe them away. Oh, how wonderful it is to be the people you chose to come and stay in your temple. And we are so happy to have the wonderful things that are in your temple, your holy place. Palace. Sorry. God, you answer our prayers and do what is right. You do amazing things to save us. People all over the world know they can trust in you, even those who live across the sea. You made the mountains. We see your power all around us. You can calm the roughest seas or the nations raging around us. People all around the world are amazed at the wonderful things you do. You make all people east and west sing with joy. You take care of the land. You water it and make it fertile. Your streams are always filled with water. That's, that's how you make the crops grow. You pour rain on the plowed fields. You soak the fields with water. You make the ground soft with rain and you make the young plants grow. You start the new year with a good harvest and you end the year with many crops. The desert and hills are covered with grass. The pastures are covered with sheep. The valleys are filled with grain and everything is singing and shouting for joy. Awesome. So, so we cool. like to, you know, saying when we have around here, we don't just read it, we reap it. Hmm. So we read it, then we examine it, we apply it and we pray it. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot in here, but what's one, one phrase or thought that jumped out to you that we can maybe dig into a little bit more and examine a bit more closely? We get curious. Mm-hmm. Um, oh well (laughs) (laughs) for me I think again like I mentioned earlier I think it's that light bulb moment of you know this was all kind of given um to us or you know kind of given in our like under our care that we need to Mm. you know like God is awesome he created it but what are we going to do with it which is to take care of it I guess mm-hmm. um so I, I guess like like verse four kind of sums that up that oh how wonderful it is to be the people you chose to come and stay in your temple and we are so happy to have the wonderful things that are in your temple your holy palace like in a sense you know like we're so happy to be here in this world you know yeah um and and i like that the the people you chose mm. to come and stay it's wow. not like you randomly just came across this amazing place or this like i guess yeah like amazing place like you wow. were chosen to be here hmm 
Yeah, it's a comforting thought, isn't it? God chose me. Mm -hmm. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's, it's funny. I remember, like, I can't remember what book it was that I was reading, but it was talking about the idea of being chosen. And he was kind of asking the question, does that mean that some people aren't chosen? Because mm. um, that's a little wow difficult mm. <laughs> right? and I really love the way that he explained it um you know and I hope I'm doing this justice because he's a lot smarter than I am <laughs> but he was like like because there's like in the bible there's like the old testament which is before Jesus came to earth and then there's the new testament which is like you know when you think of last someone's last will and testament you know, when they die, it's like what they want done with their mm -mm. estate and their possessions after they die. Um, and under the old covenant, covenant is like an agreement with someone, but it's stronger than a contract. Mm. It's like it's usually like almost signed in blood, like that's how serious it is. Um, and it was like under God's old covenant, his agreement was with the Jews and they were his chosen people, but the idea wasn't that he chose them and then everybody else is just like, man, I haven't chosen you. Like the idea was that from this group of chosen people, they would invite all of the other nations to come and be chosen as well. Mm. But it's like he set them up with their identity and, you know, knowing how to live in ways that would please God so that people knew what they were inviting them into. And then under the New Testament, like everybody's invited anyway, but the church, you know, has its own culture, knows it's chosen. But the idea isn't that it's exclusive. And if you're not part of it, you're not chosen. The idea is that we, you're also chosen and we're inviting you into this. Um, but the choice is yours. Are you going to accept being chosen? <laughs> mm. um, I was like, wow, that's a really cool way of, just explaining it because yeah. it's not like God chooses certain people and then like mm, yeah. you didn't make the cut sorry um or I don't choose you mm. I was like wow it's interesting yeah because wow. I think like that and we kind of touched on it earlier of you know all of the what you know generous ways people are generous towards us that we maybe took for granted um you know and he's talking to like they're farmers they're agricultural people and it's just such a good reminder that like god's the one who waters the earth <laughs> mm. you know god provides the grain god softens everything with showers blesses the growth um you know your wagon tracks overflow with abundance it's like the harvest is so much that like you know the wheels of the wagon they're like going deeper into the ground because they're weighed down with everything that god provides and it was like mm. oh yeah like sometimes it's you know it's kind of a cliche we say grace at meals you know some people do and it's like but have i actually thought about how far this food has had to travel and where it's come from to even arrive on my place mm. You know, and the farmers are, you know, as, even as everything's grown in like technology and stuff, farmers are still relying on the weather to have good crops. <laughs> it's crazy. Like he, he really provides everything. 
And it's almost like kind of humbling in a way because if you think about it, I I remember hearing this as well from a sermon before that like if you leave nature on its own, it can thrive on its own without us interfering it or without us having to do anything to it. Like mm. how like forests exist and how they're able to sustain their own ecology and their own whatever, blah, blah, blah they can exist on their own but the fact that you know um yeah it's humbling that because god wants us wanted us so much to be here you know that yeah okay i I will give this to you but for us to kind of take care and to appreciate and to be in awe with but um you know and like wow so it wasn't like god made us and was like yeah like they need a bit of accessory you know it's more of like <laughs> here's something that I want to you to I guess a good word for it that we use quite often is stewardship mm. you know like you take care of it and you yeah because it it can exist on its own <laughs> without yeah. us really doing anything to it yeah I think realizing that we are really at the mercy of the weather Mm. I'm reminded of this um, it's a true story um South African guy called Angus Buchan and um he was praying and God told him to plant potatoes which makes (laughs) sense in a wet climate like Ireland that gets a lot of rain and potatoes need a lot of rain South Africa does not get a lot of rain but he was like okay and everyone's like you're crazy like why would you waste your money planting potatoes in this climate um, and even realizing, you know, the efforts to try and water those potatoes by yourself. And then, you know, started praying to God to, to send rain. And when he sends rain, you realize kind of me with my little watering can or my hose is like, God can just like click his fingers and there, boom, there's rain. You're like, wow, like I can't even provide enough water to keep these plants alive and God just does it and it's easy for him mm. oh my goodness because <laughs> I think like I don't know like I feel like in in our culture we often feel like we're independent mm. like we're self-sufficient and we're like we're really not though like my housemate is a gardener she likes gardening and she this summer tried to grow some tomatoes and it, it didn't really work <laughs> mm. And we were like talking about it even just this week. I think it was yesterday. And we were like, man, if we had to like grow our own food, we would probably die. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, thank God for people who are growing food, you know, supermarkets who are buying it so that we can just show up with our money, buy food and not have to think about the struggle of growing them. Yeah. like oh my goodness I think sometimes we're so disconnected from where our provision comes from Mm. that I think sometimes we do forget that if it weren't for God if it weren't for farmers we would all be dead like (laughs) we'd all be starving yeah like no food (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's really nuts let's go farmers yeah we love it's, you it's turned into a little like mini farmer appreciation yeah, farmer appreciation <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah gosh yeah because wow. even that verse you mentioned in the esv 
Mm. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. Like he invites us to live with him and do life with him. Mm. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. It's like he literally does everything. Like that's what struck me about this Sam is it's not about what David oh. has done or what mm. even what's happening in his yeah. life. It's all about God. You, 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 you do this. Mm -hmm. You chose us. You brought us near. You know, we live in your courts. We'll be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness mm -hmm. of your temple. And he's like, then he goes on, like he's talking about like by your strength, you establish the mountains. You are girded with might. You still the roaring seas. You still, you know, the people when they're all going crazy so that, you know, those who live at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. And it's just like, it's putting the focus back on God. Cause I don't know about you, but oftentimes in prayer time, my focus is so much on myself mm. or on pe other people like, oh, you know, this person needs that, you know, can you bless this person? Can you heal that person? Can you help that person? And it's like, David here is like taking the focus completely off of himself and other people. He's like, no, the focus is on you, Lord. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, what was the last time that like I prayed, like praise him, like singing and stuff. But when was the last time that you kind of praised, praised God? You know, like the like yeah. praying just in praise of yeah just like all god and not like but god please do this or please yeah. help me with, you know with a little kind of like side note or like i guess mostly like even now that i'm reflecting back on my prayers like praise to god becomes a little side note more than like the whole wow you know noted <laughs> Yeah, because I was thinking about this the other day, because, you know, the way, especially with like Black Lives Matter and Asian Lives Matter, and a lot of the conversation has, or that I'm seeing has been about white people have centered themselves so much mm. that they don't even realize, you know, or think about centering somebody else, mm. like centering somebody else's experience. Instead, we invalidate Everyone. you know like well no mm. that's not true because that's not my experience mm. and I thought about like this this concept of centering and who is centered in our lives and I was like wow so often even in my relationship with God I am centering myself, myself. Mm. instead of centering him mm. and his experience and his perspective and his deeds and what he's been doing and we're like oh wow like maybe that's what praise is maybe praise is centering god mm. and paying attention to what's been going on with him who he is his experience what he's been doing mm. and just go out because praise is just basically wow good job like i notice and i'm celebrating what you've done or who you are yeah so let's um let's quickly look up a definition of praise because i think we're really onto something quite cool here um with just centering god um and this psalm is a psalm of praise um oh i like this so it's like express warm approval or admiration of 
express one's respect and gratitude towards a deity, especially in song. Let me just see if there's more. Is it? It's kind of better everyday language. So it's like approval, admiration, respect, gratitude. I mean, even if we started there, that's quite cool. To express a favorable judgment of, to commend. In the Cambridge Dictionary, it says mm. to express admiration or approval of the achievements or characteristics of a person or thing. Wow. Yes, I like that. It's like admiring God, approving God. I mean, not that he needs our approval, approval. <laughs> but like just re- looking at what he, something he's done and going, wow, that's really, I yeah, I approve. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Wow. Because, I mean, that's how he starts this whole song. It's like praise is due to you or praise awaits you. Hmm. I mean, that's quite cool. You know, you invite someone to dinner and you're like, praise awaits you. Like, you're going to enjoy showing up because we're going to admire and approve of you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Like when we invite God into a situation whether through our prayers or just our time with him does he know that praise awaits him or is it something else that awaits him yeah like my complaining awaits him my requests my list awaits him mm-hmm. or like wow like because I'm one of those people like and I'm trying to get better at not doing this myself, but you know, there are people who only message you when they want you to do something. Mm. And you kind of see the message come in from this person. You're like, oh. <laughs> what do they want now? Mm. Um, which is sometimes a terrible mindset. Like I got one of those messages last week and I was like, oh, actually they weren't asking me to do something, but it was like that in my mind when I think of this person, they only approach me when they want something Mm -hmm. I was like wow like when when I have time with God what does he think awaits him I mean he knows but Mm -hmm. how often does praise await him when it comes to me wow yeah um (laughs) um And it's like it says, you know, in verse two, he does answer prayer. Like Mm -hmm. he does want us to bring our requests to him. He does want to help you who answer prayer to you. All people will come. But that's not the starting point. Like the starting point is praise awaits you, our God in Zion. Mm. I mean, actually, as I just as I'm looking at verses one to four here, that's actually a really cool kind of guideline for a conversation with God. Um, 
like let me just read those four verses again um mm. in the niv version um so verse one praise awaits you O god in zion to you our vows will be fulfilled you who answer prayer to you all people will come when we were overwhelmed by sins you forgave our transgressions blessed are those who you choose to and bring near to live in your courts we are filled with the good things of your house of your holy temple Mm. it's like so like we begin with praise and again this is not like you know this is one of many ways of praying to god but i just love the way it's laid out here we start with praise there's our vows will be fulfilled um like i like how the easy read version put that um we give you what we promised Mm. i mean that's kind of like did you do your application you know did you do what you you were gonna (laughs) say you do this praise is our response God answers prayer. So, you know, he, he is expecting us to ask things of him. Mm-hmm. Um, verse three, when we were overwhelmed by his sins, you forgave our transgressions. Like there's a confession moment, you know, there's an honesty moment of Lord, actually, you know, I did this or this happened and I'm, I can't shake this. Can you help me overcome this? Mm. Um, you know, and then, kind of the reassurance of he has chosen us wow you know even after those honesty moments and those i can't quit this by myself but he has chosen me to live in his Mm. courts and he provides for me we are filled with the good things of your house of your holy temple like even you know when i'm feeling overwhelmed by my sins there's still he still invites me into his holy temple Mm. as like wow like i probably wouldn't include me there (laughs) Mm. like you know sort yourself out like (laughs) but it's like no i chose you and it's not based on what you've done it's based on who i am Mm -hmm. i don't know that that just kind of jumped out at me as we were chatting and i was looking at those verses again what do you think no i think that was yeah like I, I didn't see that at all um so when you, you mentioned, like especially that we've mentioned that like you know or I mentioned earlier that sometimes I even looking back like my prayers to become very Leanne centered sometimes mm. like what what can what can I complain to God about today or what can I ask God or what am I asking God lately that mm. I want to ask again or something whereas like here like yeah to even like encourage everyone who's listening that like this could be a starting point of like like Mm. if you don't know how to pray god-centered prayers um you know like maybe this is something like i I might take this up and use this as a basis of prayer this week like as an application of like okay so first is praising him because you know there's a lot there's a lot of things to praise him for yeah um and um yeah and then everything else kind of comes after but it's the praising him that's really kind of the key or that I need to get into first of all a habit of but Mm. then you know um yeah because forget to praise him you know yeah (laughs) I wonder like what comes into my mind um like I'm a journaler I know Mm. people process in different ways. Like one of my friends, um, the way she describes prayer is prayer is processing with God. Mm. You know, and there's some people who process by going away alone Mm. and thinking, 
other people, like I'm a verbal processor. I process out loud with other people. Some people write to process. Um, I was like, actually, this is a really cool basis for some like journaling prompts. Mm-hmm. Like what are three things that you can admire God for this, you know, today or this week? This week. Mm. What are some you know, like God answers prayer, what are some things you need or some things that people, you know, need, um, what are, is there an honesty moment that you need to have with God? Is there a sin that's like pulling you back? Mm. Um, you know, and again, like, I really want to look at in our follow course, which is one of our how to know Jesus courses, um, has a few different definitions of sin, but sin is basically, it's, it's, I mean, it's a few things. It's, it's like missing the mark. Um, it's falling short of God's standard, which is perfection, which means we're all doomed to sh- fall short. It's not like some mm. people hit the mark and some people don't. Um, but it's basically when we try to satisfy ourselves with anything that's not God. Mm. Um, you know, so is there something I need to be honest with God about and ask for his help in overcoming? Mm. Um, or maybe even, and this is an, an, a vulnerable one, asking God is there anything you see in my life that you're like actually can we have a conversation about that because that's not my best for you Mm. that's like that can be quite scary because you're like there might be something in there that I think is okay and I'm actually enjoying and God's like hey let's talk about that Mm. like okay crucial conversations (laughs) yes (laughs) god God, Mm -hmm. is there a crucial conversation that you need to have with me or that (laughs) i've been avoiding (laughs) um and then yeah like even affirming and reminding ourselves like that god has chosen us Mm. and lord help me to root my identity in that because i think we can root our identity in so many things like i root my identity often in the approval of others Mm. i am a people pleaser for sure um you know some people we root our identity in our relationship status how our relationships are going um you know my how college is going the kind Mm. of job I have Mm. um you know but what if my what would it look like if my identity was rooted in God has chosen me and like according to this even my sins don't alter that fact even my failures don't alter that fact yeah and then thanking him for the good that you know the good things of your house like thank you for not rejecting me god and thank you for providing for my needs like there's some i'm gonna make that my application point i think i'm gonna drop these in the show notes some like journaling prompts Mm. for convert because prayer is just a conversation with god i mean not just that kind of reduces it makes it sound like it's not important but like sometimes we over mystify it but it's like it's a conversation with conversation. God and he speaks to us and we speak to him and we there's a dialogue back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's cool. I didn't expect to for an application. to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is she. I think it's a good. It's a good like foundation to start, um, you know, especially if this week, you know, after a crucial conversation that God will, you know, tell you like yeah you've been centering yourself too much in all these things and that's why you don't see me or you don't feel me as Mm -hmm. you did before because well you put me to the side (laughs) like you know and um 
yeah like i think definitely an application as well for me you know appreciate to appreciate um and not take for granted the things that i know he's created and i know that he does and he mm. keeps doing but sometimes you know we do get into that complacent kind of zone where we're like yeah but he's gonna do it anyways or that it's there anyways mm. you know like sometimes um like i guess like last week as well like the encouragement of um like i've been loving that phrase of like um just being proactive um mm. like god will do things but you need to be proactive as well to meet him there um you know um and that i keep forgetting who said it but that August, phrase augustine saint augustine yeah of like you know work like is it work like yeah like it depends god, on you on go- yeah that way pray like it depends on god on god i need to put that down somewhere <laughs> maybe that's your application point for this that's week my appli- <laughs> on top of my application that's gonna, that's what's gonna go up but like that one where um I forgot the point that I was going to make, but we need to be proactive as well in kind of yeah, doing things and 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 praising things. Mm. Like it's almost like you know how quick we are to kind of praise someone who's doing something that we can see like say at work or something like that yeah. or even a friend who does something for you we're like oh thank you you're so good or you know and that's such like an, I don't know if it, it is the same for other cultures but like you know how Irish people are like the culture like you're so good like you're so good like I used to work in hospitality so I used to work in a restaurant and they would ask for like a tiny honey pot you know a honey jar for their coffee or like you bring them a sugar and and it feels like you've given them like a million euros or something when you give it to them. They're like, you're so good, pet. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and and it feels like, yeah. <laughs> and it feels like we need to be like that. And, and almost like, not like in a very habit, like, oh, it's because it's habit now. And it doesn't have, it doesn't hold any meaning. But almost like the little things we have to appreciate too. We have to praise God for it because like, we've been saying like these are all provided by him and given and mm. and you know as people that are chosen and which everyone is it's like wow like you know um yeah wow i love that because i mean we know this from other relationships because like god's not after robots who just follow his rules mm. Like he, he wants a relationship with us. Like Jesus died and rose again so that we could have restored relationship with mm-hmm. God. Mm. And it's like, you know, we don't like, you know, if you have a friendship and it's one-sided, mm. like you're the one who's always taking the initiative to call. You're the one who's arranging the meetups. You're the one who's, you know, buying them a birthday gift, but there's never, you know, it's one way. And like, they're never taking the initiative. They're just kind of like, after a while, you're like, this is kind of just like dragging dead weight. Like, uh, it's not a relationship because it's just one-sided. And like, you know, like sometimes in our friendships, things are more one-sided one way or another. Like someone's going through a rough time Mm -hmm. and they need more support. But if it's always one-sided in one direction, it's not really a relationship. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and like in one sense, our relationship with God, it is lopsided because <laughs> he has taken the initiative and like, you know, mm. Romans five says, even when we were sinners and we hated God, like he died for us and, you know, we love because he loved us first, but it's, it's kind of like, I'm doing all the running and you guys don't even want to spend time with me. Like, and it's not a guilt inducing thing. Like, you know, the idea is as we, our eyes are open to his love and his choosing of us, our response becomes a natural overflow of a heart of gratitude. Like, oh, wow, God, like, thank you. I want to spend more time and, you know, learn who you are more. But it's like, yeah, like so often I'm the dead weight in this relationship. <laughs> And again, this is not a shame inducing thing. Like we don't want to respond to this out of shame or out of fear or out of guilt, but out of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And go, oh, wow, God, you're so amazing. Like I want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's true. Like it's not mm. the shame more. It's yeah, it's not like to induce shame or or like like oh gosh, but it's more of like oh yeah, oh wow you know like okay and it's almost like you 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 want to then appreciate more and to praise god more because yeah like you said because of the things that he's doing Mm -hmm. um and not because like oh i haven't been doing that but more of like i will do that because of this like now i will do that yeah you have to start but (laughs) yeah because that's the thing and i think that's again going back to that covenant word so covenant is more than a contract a contract is like you know you and i we agree on something we both sign on it it's in writing but as soon as one of us fails to uphold our side of the contract the contract is broken Mm. you know the agreement is broken so it's like you know like a tenancy contract you know my side is to pay the rent my landlord's side is to allow us to stay here and fix stuff when they break. But if I stop paying rent, the contract is broken. Mm. But a covenant is something bigger than that. Um, it's like more serious than that. And like the old covenant, like, and God made a few covenants with people. He made a few agreements, but it was the same. It was like, you know, God, like all powerful, almighty making his side of the covenant and people making their side of the covenant, but people were always breaking it. Like, because <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we cannot for the, for our, to save our lives, hold up our side of the bargain. But the difference with the new covenant is God makes a covenant, but Jesus, because he becomes human upholds our side. And so it's an unbreakable covenant. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that when we choose him as he has chosen us and the Bible says that we are in Christ and Christ is in us, it actually becomes, it's an unbreakable bond Mm. because it's no longer dependent on us. We're no longer the weak link because Jesus is upholding our side of the bargain Mm. on our behalf. Yeah. And he's always going to do that because that's who he is. <laughs> it's like God looked at us and he's like, these guys cannot keep up their side of relationship, even if their life depends on it. And it does. Cause like the results of sin is death. 
See, he's like, I'm going to uphold their side on their behalf. And if they choose me as I have chosen them, we're going to be in relationship forever. Yeah. Like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> like he even <laughs> did all the work on our behalf. Mm. You know, he's like, just accept me. Just have that honesty moment and go like, I know I'm a, I know I'm a sinner. I, I fail consistently help i receive your forgiveness and that's us entering into his side of the bargain like, that's nuts <laughs> and yet god thinks that he's the one who's won you know we're the winners in that situation yeah it's like huh <laughs> wow yeah That's why the gospel is good news. <laughs> like it almost like, I don't know if this is even, but. Sorry. <laughs> but I don't even know if this is like something, but it almost makes you, oh, I lost, I lost what I was going to say. Sorry, I'll just clap in a second. It's like he came in and was like doing all this at the side. I don't know what you want. Um, and wait, let me just think of what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, okay, I got it. And it almost makes you kind of want to think like, God, what were you thinking? You know, like what are you what were you thinking when you created us and you created all of this? But then he's like you just I don't know like it it, it kind of again like I mentioned earlier it humbles you in in a sense that yes that all of this is here and and now that you've explained what a covenant is like is speechless a word yes because like it, it like I can't even put it into words how like my heart is right now of like just wow but also thank you and also you're amazing and mm. like also you did this because you love us you did this because you chose us and like you know if somebody like if that, like a normal person or not a normal not that I'm saying other people are not normal but like if like a person like on earth yeah you know like comes and do all of these things for you like you'd feel so appreciated and you feel like you've won like you said but he th god thinks that he's he's the winner here and it's like oh what yeah and it's not because like god doesn't need us mm. like he's not like this insecure leader on a throne needing the respect and approval of his people like god you know god is trinity and it's like i mean it's this it is mysterious like we can't even grasp it with our minds like on the one hand he's one god but he's one god in three persons so like there's the father son and the holy spirit and for all of eternity they've been in perfect community with each other mm -hmm. they are the perfect family self-contained 
they don't need you know they have everything they need within that family unit and yet they were like you know what what I what we want we want more we want to create people to experience this family and this belonging with us because we just enjoy what we have so much Mm-mm. so it's not like god needs us but it it reaffirms that god chose us not out of any needs that he had but just because yeah. he wants us because mm. <laughs> again like they it, it can exist like all creation can kind of not excluding us sorry yeah can exist on its own you know like like again the the fields can water itself with rain <laughs> if it wanted to and, and and the trees will grow on their own and yeah he doesn't need us but yet we're here <laughs> yeah and he wants us because it's not like oh i don't need them so like if there are some people who say yes and some people who say no it's not a big deal fine, like yeah. it's fine it's like no you want every single person and I think it grieves him. Like, I know it grieves him when we reject him mm-hmm. or when people do not respond to that invitation. Because um, he's not a tyrant trying to force us to make a decision for him. But he, gen- you know, each person genuinely matters to him and is important to him. And he's designed us, you know, each of us uniquely and he's like he's excited to do life with us i'm like there are some days i don't want to do life with me like (laughs) you know it's like why would you like can you see like how just flawed like i struggle getting up some mornings you know and i don't feel fun to hang out with right now and he's like yeah but i love you i chose you i still choose you you're like you are nuts but okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it that's it like (laughs) why (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And yet he has chosen us and brings us near to live in his courts, fills us with the good things of his house, invites us into his holy temple. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that could be a good tone for as we close out in prayer, if we just focus on praising him admiring and approving without asking for anything Mm. oh my goodness there is a song that i've been listening to and repeat that has lyrics to speak to that i'll just read out the lyrics i'll post a link to the song in the show notes um oh now i need to think of what it's called (laughs) okay Um, it's the chorus it's a song called nothing else um and the chorus goes i'm caught up in your presence i just want to sit here at your feet i'm caught up in this holy moment i never want to leave but then it's this line i'm not here for blessings jesus you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do i just want you wow i was like for me that's this concept of it's praise. There's no agenda. I'm not asking for anything. That's praise awaiting God in Zion. It's like, you know, I'm not here for blessings. You know, mm. you don't owe me anything. 
And it's like, he is the prize. It's not like having my prayer list answered and go, answered. yes, mm-hmm. like tick, tick, tick. It's like, no, he is everything. Mm. And if I just come away with him, that's even better than having all of my prayer requests answered the way that I want them to be. Dang. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we say this after the podcast every week. We just kind of, even when we've read, because we are reading, you know, these scriptures on Sunday as the sermon is happening and even maybe a little bit by ourselves. And we're like, but there's always more. There's always something new. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we always say this as well, that like sometimes we worry a little bit, like, what can we talk about? What are we going to talk about in the podcast? Because sometimes, you know, maybe, I don't know, like, I don't know how you feel sometimes, Aoife, but like when you hear, especially when it's a verse that you've read before that you've kind of um, reaped, I guess, before in maybe a different mm. sermon or like just on your own um, private time with God. And you're kind of like thinking like, no, I've read this like a million times and I don't feel like nothing's going to come out again. Like it, mm. it's the same verse all the time. But then you read it or <laughs> we go into the podcast just trusting like, God, I know you will say something. <laughs> and we're like, and like an hour of tangent later we're like okay never mind you know what like there is a lot to say like it is a different verse every time um and it's just uh it's funny but like god wow <laughs> and even at at you know the other end of that you can show up with no prior experience mm-hmm. not knowing how to read the bible um and know that God is going to meet you there and he's mm. going to have something to say to you even if this is the first time that you've done it. Read it. Mm. And like, that's amazing. Like, we're not just coming to words on a page, but Jesus himself is described as the word. And it's just mm. so comforting to me. It's like when we read God's word, the Holy Spirit comes and like puts his arm around us and like reads it with us. You know, and that's one of the Holy Spirit's roles is he leads us into all truth. So he's helping us to interpret it. You know, what does this mean? What does, you know, what did it mean originally to the people it was written to? What does it mean to me now? And he's helping us to figure out, like, how do my thoughts need to change in this area? And then how does my behavior spill out from that? Mm. And it's like, wow, we're never reading it alone. And I want to encourage you, like, I don't know, maybe you're someone who has never read the Bible by yourself and like, it's a big book. It's kind of intimidating. It's some of the words are a bit strange and the concepts are new. Um, You know, we can be sure that if we invite the Holy Spirit to help us, he will. And also like, this is what this podcast is. We're not reading this alone. Like Leanne and I are reading this together. Mm-hmm. Um, And there's something powerful that happens when we read these words with other people. And like God gives Leanne a revelation in this area and he gives me a revelation in this area. And as we share with each other what's happening inside of us, it's kind of like a potluck dinner where everybody brings a slightly different (laughs) dish, you know, Mm. but everyone like feeds each other. It's not like one, you know, Leanne is the expert and she's just feeding me. Mm. It's like we all come away with something and then we get to take home the leftovers. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, not just the dish that I made myself. <laughs> um, 
and shameless plug like you know in person on Sundays after the service this is what life hacks is it's we take what we do in this podcast but we do it in person with other people um, and same thing, like we're blown away. So sometimes, you know, it ends up that we've done this for the Sunday sermon, then we've done life hacks, then we do the podcast. And like that, we're like, like, is there anything else to be said? And we're like, there always is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, there always is, or else we wouldn't be season two, episode nine. No. <laughs> you know, at this point. <laughs> There's always more. And that's what I love about, you know, even the gospel, like the gospel is simple enough that a really young child can like understand what it is. But at the same time, it's so rich that we're never going to get to the bottom of it. There's always going to be something new, something more, something on a deeper level, something in a way that we hadn't considered it or experienced it before. And like, what an amazing God that he can do that. (laughs) Mm. yeah wow so as we like finish this off in prayer maybe leanne you can kick us off let's just praise him like admire him and approve of him and tell him what a great job he's doing i mean he knows but sometimes we need to hear ourselves saying it and appreciate it but he still likes to hear it from us i think so do you want to kick us off and then i'll close us off let's go okay and Lord, okay, we're going to just thank you and praise you and honor you and appreciate you in the next couple of minutes or so, or however long, Lord. But um, first of all, we want to thank you for just being here again and being here every time and being here um, with us whenever we do this podcast or, you know, and um, really, truly, you are the one speaking, Lord, through us and you are the one who are is saying this these words lord and you are the one who who makes the word new every time for mm. us it's not because we read it um again and again or it's not because you know suddenly there's an epiphany it's because you want to talk to us and we thank you for that that you still choose to refresh the word for us and and you know you make the good news good and <laughs> mm. um, you are the good in the good news and and thank you um for that and um lord we just want to also praise you for prayers that you did answer this week that mm-hmm. you know we have felt like it was taking so long or it was taking however lord or we may have even started to feel a grudge towards you because you know um prayers are not being answered but thank you lord because you did and thank you lord because you may have closed window uh, windows yeah windows and doors but thank you because you will open new ones and thank you because opportunities come knocking lord and that's because you're good (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you are good lord and because you are who you are and you do what you say you will and you you are who you say you are lord and we thank you for that and we honor you for that and lord we thank you for you know the, the the weather may be getting colder but we thank you because we have a house <laughs> yeah. that we can um, stay warm in. And thank you because we have heating. Thank you because, um, you know, um, your provision with expenses um, still are still there monthly, Lord. And you still meet us where we need to be met, Lord. And we thank you for that. You know, we take that for granted. Thank you that we have coats to wear, <laughs> um, 
you know, um, when we go outside and, um, you know, we thank you that we, we can still put gas in our cars. We thank you that we can still um, do this podcast online because we have internet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. These, are, these are little things, Lord, that we, we may have not been thanking you for, but it definitely makes life easier for us. You know, like these are things that you can live without. You can, you can just quickly take away. But thank you, Lord, because, you know, you've, again, you've given this to us and we, and, and, and we have this because you have, you, you gave it. Mm. Um, and yeah, and we thank you for just, again, the success of the podcast, you know, or, or the success of whatever lord anything that we've achieved this week we thank you for that and we lift um you up in all of the achievements lord this week or in this following week lord um you know you are truly a god who uh wants us to see um your plans for us and you want us to succeed you don't want us to fail Mm -hmm. and we thank you lord for that because sometimes we feel we like we're failing but you don't and thank you for that lord and and yeah thank you for the coming weeks thank you for the week that just passed lord um you know and thank you that yes you you um you may come into our rooms or our houses lord and expect praises lord but we thank you that um we can also go into the week expecting you there because you've already been there and thank Mm. you for that um yeah, just a lot of thank yous and a lot of thank yous for the small things, but for the big things as well. And, um, you know, I pray that more thanks, more moments of appreciation and thanks will come in the next month or so or mm-hmm. till the end of the year or till next year. And yeah, Jesus name. Yeah, Lord, um, forgive me where I've centered myself so much <laughs> and where instead of praise awaiting you, in my presence there have been other things and yeah just thank you for that reminder that everything comes from you like Mm. like that I don't grow my own food I'm not self-sufficient um you provide for literally everything um our physical needs our mental needs our emotional needs our social needs our spiritual needs um and especially our greatest need which is for salvation which is forgiveness of sins um and lord i think so often in the world um you know it's about what we deserve you know like we get paid according to what we deserve um Mm. we are given whatever we deserve and that's not how you operate and thank god because we don't deserve anything um but you are generous based on who you are not on what we've done and that's staggering. It's so countercultural. Um, but that's just who you are. Um, you created everything. You, you even built mountains. Mm. Um, you stop storms. You make crops grow. You provide water. Um, you have decided exactly which family you wanted to place us in. Mm-hmm. Um, you plan out our days and our lives and it's nuts like <laughs> your love and your generosity is the only rational explanation for that and even that doesn't make sense 
Mm. Um, but thank you. We approve. <laughs> um, and we admire you. And Lord, I want to be more like you. Mm. Where I'm not reacting to people based on what they deserve because of how they're behaving. But where I am generous and loving and kind towards people because that's how you are to me. Um, and Lord, please open my eyes, our eyes to see more and more um, of you as you are and how you are involved in, in the big parts mm. of the universe and the tiny details of our lives and that we matter to you and it makes no sense but you just crazy love us um and lord i pray that you would reveal that to us more and more that we would know that by experience and not just in our heads but we would mm. know it in our hearts and that our lives would come from that place of identity of knowing that you chose us mm -hmm. we didn't even cho choose you but you chose us um, and you will never unchoose us, no matter how we mess up, no matter how far we run. Um, Lord, but I pray that our identities would be rooted and grounded in that, not in other people, not in our relationships, not in our sexuality, not in our achievements mm. um, or our bucket lists or whatever, Lord God, but that our identities would be so anchored in you choosing us. Mm. Um, you deserve all the praise you deserve all of the glory and the honor and all of those good things in Jesus name mm. amen wow. um, dang <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward I will not be here next week um, but we will figure out what next week looks like um, and yeah, whenever we show up next, we look forward to thank you for spending your time with us this week, guys. Um, and we look forward to spending this time with you again. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Life Hacks podcast by Every Nation Campus Dublin. The conversation does not end here. It just keeps going on and on. Hop over onto Instagram, give us a follow at ENC underscore Dublin. That's ENC underscore Dublin. And drop us a DM. What did you think of the episode? What are some things you would like us to talk about? And if you're up for it, consider joining one of our life groups where this is what the conversation sounds like. We get to be curious together. We're up for being challenged and we're up for life change. So we are ENC, empowering students for life, leadership, integrity, faith and excellence. And we will see you next time.